So hit me with a little bit, maybe 10 more seconds of the Sinatra. Because over the quarantine, I quarantined for 10 days. Yeah. And uh, I did a little mafia watching, mafia movie watching. Mm. So I wanted you to set me up okay. with the uh, Italian man from Jersey himself. Swinging Sessions, which is right behind you. Yes. That's why I'm playing. Supposing I play this one. Supposing you do. That's the name of the song, by the way. Supposing. So, it's time for our segment. <laughs> segment. Yes. Rushmore. Ooh. We are going to do Rushmore Mafia movies. Mmm. And we were talking. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this yesterday when we were coming up with the idea to even do this. It should not be. This isn't going to be gangster movies or mob movies, right? Um, we would like to specifically stay with Italian mafia, yeah, movies. And for you, sir, I will have the gabagool. What? I, I don't really know what that is. You know, gabagool. Bring him the gabagool. I will have the spaghetti. With a side salad. Okay. If the salad is on top, I send it back. All right, we're recording. Yeah. Guess who's back, everybody? Frank. JT's back. <laughs> I think you could say you're back, because I never left this house. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you definitely have been here for a long time. Supposing I say it this way. Supposing. Um, supposing we say it like this. Yeah. We're back. We're back. We're, we're back, baby. Life is not the same without the two of us together. The podcast certainly sucks. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you true. knew this, but I filmed like four episodes by myself, and I was like, "This ain't gonna. <laughs> this isn't gonna go well." No. For a lot of reasons. This is just a precursor of what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Mafia. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, we are back. Um, we're so back. Yeah. Backstreet's back. All right. I was trying to think of it. <laughs> Sorry. Your cadence was like... <laughs> I was not yeah. expecting that. Mm-hmm. Is that your leg or is that? No, it's just your stool. Yeah. Your stool sample. Uh, I did soften it. Um, mm. So, speaking of uh, stool softener. Right. Canon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we're not going to do the Canon ad yet. It's too no. early. No. But it's coming. You yeah. wait. We just wanted to shout out. But I uh, was, I I said this last week, we had a best of episode. We did. Um, I was heavily exposed to COVID. And I told you I was vaccinated. And we've said that Nate was vaccinated. And you Mm -hmm. were probably thinking like, well, what's the big deal? What do you mean heavily exposed? I mean, my wife got it, Mm. which means... Uh, COVID was all up in this house. Yeah. And I slept in the same room as her. Heavily exposed is the right term. Right. Now, she was vaccinated, uh-huh. but she was back vaccinated back in, like, December. 
because she's uh, a nurse. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, she's fine. She's at work today. Good. Um, she had mild symptoms. Uh, there were a couple days that were rough, but not anything like what you've heard. Right. About like a normal case of, of COVID. Yeah. Um, and I, it's the, today's day number 11. Yeah. No symptoms. Look at that. I mean, I'm still an idiot. Well, you're not a you're not immune to that. No, um, nobody is. No, let's just be real, right? <laughs> but I, you know, I just want to say that is one heck of a testimonial for the vaccine. True. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and I opened my eyes. Yeah. And my wife was breathing in my face, uh, and I was like, "Well, I got it." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right. And I'm sure I might have, but you know, there's different phases. There's like getting infected. Right. And then there's getting the disease itself. Yeah. And then there's having symptoms and then there's having, you know, yeah. whatever. So I'm I'm sure I got somehow infected, but I do nothing. Yeah. Nothing. All so, you were was just a carrier. Yeah. And with no symptoms basically. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good she's back to work. Yeah. So that means we're back to work. Back to twerk. Ethics. Sign. It's the name of this podcast. So. If you didn't know that. Now that we're back, we would like to welcome you mm-hmm. to the 36th episode of the Twerk Ethics Show. I'm JT. Cooley. And we are a comedy podcast most of the time. Right. And a YouTube channel every bit of the time. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is. It's fair enough. We're funny most of the time. Right. And for but those, we're on YouTube all the time. We're on YouTube all the time. Funny or not. Right. We're also on the podcast all the time. Right. It's just... Funny or not. Depending on the audience and the listener, we either hit or we miss on that joke. Right. And if, hey, if you're listening and the joke missed, it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. You just don't understand. You just, <laughs> you just... You can't... We're light years ahead of you. You can't comprehend... Light years. This level of uh, intellect and comedic... I can't even continue. Yeah, I know. Uh, we are a comedy podcast and YouTube channel. Yep. I'm glad you're here. And it's like... And it's and it's pretty... It's pretty smart comedy, you know? Yeah. Fart noise. Um... <laughs> I'm not even gonna put. I'm not even gonna put a fart noise in there. That's you saying, yeah. Um, which I think is funnier. But anyway, no, we 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 have some clever moments. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, now between the two of us, if it was just one of us, awful. No, it's awful. I wouldn't even lo- listen to myself. It's like looking in a mirror. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I see that every morning. Don't want to go there. No. Now that we're back, Mm -hmm. let's toast a little bit of cheers. We got some monkey shoulder scotch. Welcome back, sir. It's good to be back. So hit me with a little bit, maybe 10 more seconds of the Sinatra. Because over the quarantine, I quarantined for 10 days. Yeah. And uh, I did a little mafia watching, mafia movie watching. Mm. So I wanted you to set me up okay. with the uh, Italian man from Jersey himself. 
Hoboken. Uh, who has claimed he has no ties to the mafia. But all the reading I've done. Okay. All the reading I've done. Yeah. He was there. Let me find that album that was on. Frank Sinatra was there. Swinging Sessions, which is right behind you. Yes. That's why I'm playing. Supposing I play this one. Supposing you do. That's the name of the song, by the way. Supposing. So, it's time for our segment. (laughs) Segment. Yes. Rushmore. Ooh. We are going to do Rushmore Mafia movies. Mmm. Um... What's funny is, I think most of them for me are the same director. <laughs> and we were talking, oh, yeah. we were talking about this yesterday when we were coming up with the idea to even do this. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how it should not be. This isn't going to be gangster movies or mob movies, right? Um, we would like to specifically stay with Italian mafia, yeah, movies. And for you, sir? I will have the gabagool. What? I, I don't really know what that is. You know, gabagool. Bring him the gabagool. Shh. I will have the spaghetti with a side salad. Okay. If the salad is on top, I send it back. Which is, hey, there's less of them. Sure. But me and you, I think, are way more fascinated with the, you know, the Italian mafia. It's just, of course. And maybe it's because of mafioso Joe. Yeah. But... It I mean, is what it is. Because no matter what, Italians, they're cool. They're cool. And really good food. Frank Sinatra. Yep. That's all you got to know. One yeah. of the best singer slash entertainers. Dean Martin. To ever live. Um, I hope to God he's Italian. Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure he is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mafioso Joe from the Cigar Lounge. <clears throat> we have yes, uh, Mr. Scorsese himself, which mm. is going to dominate uh, most of our both of our lists, probably. Pro- yeah, probably. Um, so we have a little bit more time than we would normally have for Rushmore. So yeah, you know, we don't have to cut it too short. Yeah. Do you have your list? Um. No. Okay. But I can make it real quick. Okay. Got it. Are we doing any kind of uh, order? I know there's four, but are we going one to four yeah. or four to one? Um, yeah, I think I, I can do four to one. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Okay. Now that you got your list. Number four. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It'd be so funny if you're like, number four, A Bug's Life. Yeah. <laughs> number four is Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> Body, follow the weasel linkage. My number four, <laughs> my number four is Ratatouille. Nice. No. Go ahead. What's your number four? Number four is Casino. Mm. Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, Absolutely. That's a good one. Uh, now, granted, I've only seen it maybe twice. So, I, you know, for me to quote the movie, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But uh, I just remember 
being one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. So that's my number four. So, well, I'll, I'll save this question to you. Name a few more. Um, my number four is not a movie. Yeah. And I thought about this. Is this fair? I don't care if it's fair. Mm. My number four is The Sopranos. Mm. Because, you know, yeah, you if you watched all seven seasons in one sitting, it's just a really long movie. Yeah. Um, True. Sopranos is the best. I think it is one of the best depictions of how uh, a human being exists in the mafia. Psychological troubles they go through. Yeah. Family life. The sort of the juxtaposition of like, I'm a mobster and I'm a guy trying to operate a family with yeah. a wife and kids. And yeah. it's it's just the 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 pull between these two lives is like they just they do it. It's fascinating sure. the way that they do it. Yeah. So that's my number four. All right. And I just finished this for the very first time. I've never seen it before. I finished it like last week. Oh, nice. One of the greatest shows I've ever watched in my whole life. Flat out. All but right. it's still number four on my mafia list. Yeah. It's there are three more that I think are better. Right. Um, but I got you. With that. Uh number three. Goodfellas. Nice. Yeah. So um, that movie is insane. Joe Pesci is fabulous in that movie. Yes, he is. Um, and like, you're, I know he's a smaller dude, but you're just like, I, I don't want to hang around that dude because that mug might kill me. It's very scary. <laughs> very scary. But, um, but that's how good of an actor Pesci is. So, yeah. Um, and then, um, of course, uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Phenomenal. Paul Sorvino. The, it reminds me of the, the boss. Oh, gosh. What's the guy's name? The comedian that, that makes fun of Ray Liotta on the, in the Chantix commercial. Oh. Oh, gosh. I Kyle. Kyle something. Yeah. He's the guy that did the Michael Jackson <laughs> video, and he did, like, Oh my gosh! I can't think of his name. He's like super offensive. Oh, okay. You know, you got to know who I'm talking about. He was uh, he was on Reno 911. He oh, was uh, like uh, Nick Swartzen? No, 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 no. Kyle. Oh, uh, he's the nerd guy. The nerd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Sort of Dunningham. Dunningham. Is that's that right. right? Kyle Dunningham or something? I think like that? so. Dude, he freaking he does Ray Liotta like doing Chantix oh, yeah. commercials. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so freaking funny. I tried everything to quit smoking, cocaine, everything. Nothing worked. Then I tried Chantix. What's Chantix? It's the drug you take to abstain from smoking. Stop to, smoking. Yes, to, to stop smoking. Why would you want to do that? Hey, I'm Ray, and I quit. And smoking with fucking Chantix. Hey, so hey, try Chantix. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You can't swear. I'm Ray, and I stopped smoking with fucking Chantix. So you should fucking get Chantix. Well, well, right. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. It's weird, you know. Yeah. If I got a scene I'm doing, I, you know, I'll beat you. I'll beat you in the fucking head if you don't try fucking Chantix, Karen. That's how you sell a product. Can you not smoke it? Yeah, I, I can. I'm a 
the, one of the greatest actors of all time. I can pretend I'm not small. Well, and then later you could CGI the cigarette out. What are we shooting? <laughs> he's like still smoking the cigarettes, even though he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, no, Goodfellas that is hilarious. Goodfellas is is amazing. Um, yeah, that's not. That's actually my number two. Um, okay. My number three is The Irishman. Okay. And I just watched that two days ago. <laughs> uh, nice. I'd like to point out that Casino, Goodfellas, and The Irishman, all Martin Scorsese. That's true. The dude knows how to make a mafia movie. Yeah. Um, but The Irishman is about three hours and 20 minutes long. Mm. And it's got De Niro as the main character. It's got yeah. Joe Pesci. It's got Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino. It is an incredible movie. Yeah. I just, it's incredible. So that's my number three. I still need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. So that's my number three. And as we've already All revealed, right. my number two is Goodfellas. Goodfellas. All right. So what is your number two? Finding Nemo? <sighs> number two, yes. <laughs> uh Number two is uh, <laughs> Meteor Man, <laughs> which I thought was awesome when he was a kid because he picked up a book and he like instantly reads it by just holding oh, the book, yeah. and he knows kung fu. And I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be awesome, you know, as a kid. Anyway, sorry. Um, Three ninjas. Number two, yeah, is actually the second part of a series. Godfather, mm. Part Two. Mm. Um, Wonder what your number one is. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like one B. Um, yeah, to be honest with you, but um, that series is so good. Um, but number two, I like <laughs> number two. Speaking of, we'll get to the canon ad in a second. But number two, uh, we've hyped this canon ad, right? <laughs> <laughs> it better be good. Um, the music in it is a little different. It's got a different medley for my for a uh, a younger Don Corleone, yeah, who is played by Robert De Niro. Uh, and like the the uh, melody is just so awesome, mm-hmm. so beautiful, and uh, but it's also kind of haunting as it should be. For a mafia movie such as that one, mm-hmm. and um, and that's a pretty it's a pretty long movie too. Yeah, um, I can't remember how long, actual the actual length it is, but it's a long movie. But top to bottom, one of the best movies ever made. Well, let's go ahead and reveal both of our number one. All right, which is Godfather. Godfather. Part yeah. Um, I <clears throat> follow this account now. Uh, I think his name is Michael Francis. It's like, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. He was a captain in the Colombo family, okay. um, which means he was super freaking high up yeah, in the mafia. For sure. And he, you know, he got caught, did his time. He uh, is now on YouTube, like, spilling the beans, like, telling you all the stuff, like, what's real, what's not real. Wow. And uh, he reviews a lot of these movies. 
Oh, okay. And like what's real, not real from the movies? Yeah. Oh, nice. And like what he can relate to and Wow. Like he he interviews some people that um you know, one I I would have put on here too that I recently saw that I think deserves a honorable mention is a Bronx Tale. Mm. That jungle was good, dude. Yeah. And I saw uh Gotti. Uh, this was nineteen ninety six about John Gotti. John Gotti. That was really, really good. Yeah. Um but when you talk about the Godfather, this guy, Michael Franzis, the guy, he was saying that uh, he was interviewing Chaz Palminteri, which is the guy I showed you yesterday, the yeah. picture of that's the um he's sunny in a Bronx tale. Okay. And uh he was talking about he's like, dude, he's like, before the Godfather, no one kissed each other. Huh. They're like in the Italian culture, like the Godfather. Oh yeah. The Godfather made already existing um members of the mob. Yeah. They they started being more dignified. So like before the Godfather, yeah. They were a lot more rough around the edges. And then after the Godfather, they were wearing suits and they were more proper and dig- uh. dignified. And then they were kissing each other on the cheeks and all that stuff. Hmm. And I was like, that's incredible that a film can have that much of an impact oh my gosh. on the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I well, thought that was I remember cool. like watching it because I, I mean, obviously I didn't watch it until later in life because, uh, you know, radar, all it's that stuff. It's not something, uh, Mother Cooley would have approved of. Yeah, and plus I wouldn't understand as a kid anyway. Yeah. So, but um, but I remember watching it later in life and and just being like, first of all, it was <laughs> one of the greatest movies ever, ever. And uh, Marlon is Brando is just oh, dude, it's almost hard to watch because he's so freaking good. Yeah. Like he, his acting is just breathtaking. So good. Anyway, um, but who didn't agree with that was Frank Sinatra. I know. I read about that in the book because he tried about he tried out for that or wanted to try out for that role, and they gave it to Marlon Brando, and he was just like, he was so upset. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, the thing is, is like Frank would have done an okay job. Yeah, he's got the class, right? But he didn't have the. He's not he's not enough bad guy. No. Like he's not a mob boss. No. You know mm. what I'm saying? Right. He's he's cool as hell. And it's like hardly anyone cooler than Frank sure. Sinatra. Yeah. But but I think that he would have played that part too cool. Yeah. And uh that would have been just over the top and people would just been like, "Uh, eh, it's just Frank." Yeah. I hope just cool in itself. I was just looking at the waveform. Okay, it looks like we're okay. Um, well, let us, back know, to it. <laughs> let us know if you agree. Um, and let us know if there are some mafia movies that we should be watching. Yes. Because um, I know there's plenty that I haven't seen. Yeah. And I think a lot of the Italian mafia movies are probably uh, less known. So yeah. let us know which ones we should watch. Sure. Because we both really, really like it. Um, yep. And the Sopranos movie is coming out in October. That would probably get added to this list, assuming that it's good. <laughs> right. Um, but one thing that <laughs> I wanted to talk about, um, because it's coming up on Saturday, is 9-11. And I yeah. know this, this uh, when you're listening, 
it actually has already happened. So this is being released right. on Tuesday, the what, 12th or the 14th? Yeah. So when, when we're talking about this, it's about to happen. But yeah. when you're listening right now, it's already happened. Right. So we just wanted to honor that and respect it. Sure. And um, 20th anniversary, too. Kind of contribute to the fact of never forgetting. Yes. Which, by the way, if this is the first time you thought about it and it's Tuesday the 14th, you forgot. You forgot. And wow. Anyway. I can hear the American flag just dropping in sadness. (laughs) (laughs) But me and you and most of the world did not forget. No. Um, Our flag is full tilt. Yes. I can remember. <laughs> God, dude. Sorry. <laughs> My God. Wow. Anyway. Oh. Uh, this. <laughs> um, I can remember exactly where I was. Uh, yeah. And, wow, we are running out of time. Quickly, where were you? 9-11. Uh, I was in Virginia. Uh, just uh, outside of Roanoke in a okay. town called Salem. And uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I didn't know anything was going on because I was watching, for the very first time, Silence of the Lambs. Creepy as hell movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. But then my mom texted me, and all it, all it says was, uh, are you watching the news? We are at war. And I was like, oh, what? So, obviously, I turned the DVD off, and and I'm sh- it sure as fire. I was like, oh, what's happening? And uh, I think I had just turned it on when the just after the second building was struck, second tower. So, both of them were on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started showing a replay of it. And, um, and then, then I was like, how serious is this? So I turned on ESPN and they were showing the same thing. Cause I mean, it was ABC too yeah. at the time. So I was like, this, this is on ESPN. I was like, this is a game changer. This is well, pun intended, but cause it's on ESPN. But I was like, this is some serious stuff. And so immediately I was just like, I'm going to be called up to service because, you know, because being my, <laughs> um, you know, hearing from my grandfather, he signed me up for selective services a couple years before that. And because uh, he was, he used to be in the army. So he was like, I'm going to take my grandson to get selective services. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, I'm not made for the military, but yeah, I'll go. Um, so I was worried about that a little bit, but I, then I was like, I was like, well, if, if, if they need me, sure. Why not? You know? Cause I was like, I was pretty mad at the enemy at the time. Like everybody was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I remember just driving over to see, to the church where my dad worked. And, uh, so just kind of hung out with him and then for a little bit, and then I called a friend, uh, Brian Rotenberry, who was my high school friend, um, 
and we went downtown just to go eat lunch. And it was on the news down there, so we were just like, so we were talking about it and just kind of like trying to figure this stuff out. We're just like, what in the world is going on? So it was, it was a surreal day, and that day, most beautiful day ever. Yeah, temperature was perfect in New York too. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, it was like that in Virginia. We had pretty much the same weather that day, and I was like. I was like, man, this would be a great day if this <laughs> crap wasn't happening, obviously. Yeah. And because uh, it was like, I wanted to be in such a good mood because the weather was nice, but all this stuff was happening. So it was impossible. And uh, so I just felt, you know, for the families, for the victims, you know, and especially like the fire department and NYPD and all those guys. I was just like, oh. I was like, they just did their duty. They were supposed to do what they did what they were supposed to do. And, Right, lost their lives of it or from it. Yeah, and for all the uh, first responders out there listening, thank you. Yeah, thank you for what you do because for sure. Uh, wow, clearly you were more of an adult because you yeah have actual thoughts. That I was twenty three. Yeah, you have actual uh, articulated thoughts of what what you remember. I definitely yeah. don't. Yeah, I was in tenth grade. And so all all I remember is it was in uh, 10th grade English and obviously stopped the whole class, turned the TV on, and everyone was freaking out. I remember absolutely nothing else but that. I remember exactly where I were. I remember watching it on the television. Yeah. But that's it. But this leads to the Canon ad. Trust me. Yeah. One time I was hanging out with Clint. Clint is the owner of Cannon Plumbing, mm-hmm. uh, and we were at Cracker Barrel eating, and <laughs> we were talking about how all of the friends that we were starting to acquire mm. um, were younger and younger. And he looks at uh. me. He looks at me, and he goes, "Jeremy, I just want to meet a girl who remembers nine eleven." <laughs> <laughs> it was meet a girl or meet a friend or something. And That's I was the like, cutoff point. Yeah. God, that was so funny. <laughs> and uh, so, anyway, that right there will show you not only is Cannon Plumbing legit, yeah, he's funny, yeah, he's all get out for sure, and uh, he's the best. Yeah, we've said this a million times. Absolutely, we're not, we don't lie. No, um, at least not on the show. No, I mean. He is a certified plumber, so we're not lying about that either. Why would we lie about that? Why would we lie? And if you want to know more, pull out your laptop. Yeah. Pull up Google. Yeah. Then pull up not Google, which is just the URL search bar yeah. at the top. And type Safari. in. Type in Canon Plumbing. Yeah. You could go to Lycos, Dogpile. Kayak. <laughs> Oh man, go to Juno Cannon Plumbing. Yeah, LLC. Edu. <laughs> Just kidding. Dot com. Yeah. Um, what's funny about this though? My wife does not remember nine eleven. Mm. She remembers. I asked her. I said, "What do you remember about that day? Anything?" She said, "Yeah, I remember holding my mom's hand walking home from kindergarten." And I was like, "Yeah, we got an age gap here." <laughs> We got an age gap. My wife has no idea what nine eleven was like. <laughs> and even though I, even though I don't have the same kind of 
articulate thoughts that you do because you were like you were an adult. Yeah. I mean, I was still how old are you in 10th grade? 16, 15? 15, I yeah. think. Yeah. Of course I remember it was shocking. And I remember exactly where I was, but I don't remember how I felt. I don't remember how other people felt. Right. I just remember it being something we took very seriously where Sure. I don't I'm not even sure what could happen outside of COVID. Yeah. That would be so memorable because the news is just everywhere all the time. Like yeah. it's like if a hundred people get shot, I might not even hear about it. Because yeah. I don't read the news hardly anymore. I read it once a week. But it's just there's just news everywhere and yeah. things get lost. Yeah. But nine eleven was like, dude. Oh yeah. It was our Pearl Harbor. It was our Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And I think I think COVID is kind of that too. Yeah. Because that affected the whole planet. Sure. And it's still affecting us. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking like a couple years ago, I'm like, what could happen? What like what could happen that twenty years from now we'll still be talking about? Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything. Well, here comes COVID. Yeah. But before that it was nine eleven. For sure. And I agree with you, it was our it is a, a much more comparable Pearl Harbor than COVID, because COVID's not Well, never mind. I'm gonna stop there. It's about to get political. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll tell you after. Yeah. Boy, you wish you well, could Well, COVID is also invisible. It is. And it's a silent killer. And and then, you know, 9-11, we knew who the enemy was. Yes. I mean, it, it was it was sad to, to have it happen the way it did. But the country did come together. And yeah. it was like, you know, I think... Bush had a approval rating of like ninety five percent, which is staggering yeah. for any president whatsoever. And uh, but not only that, it just like people were just like helping out, and you know there were uh, firefighters from my neck of the woods were volunteering, and like even further out, they were, they just wanted to help. Yeah, they wanted to help people, and. Uh, and like I said, it was a shame for something bad to happen, mm-hmm. for something good to happen. But at least, at least something good happened. Yeah. And uh, now COVID seems to have divided us, and you know, I'm not going to get political either. But it just uh, chaps my hide just yeah. to see all the political bull. I'm just going to say it bullshit because that's what it is. Yeah. And uh, you know, anyway. We need to stop yelling at each other. Yeah. Start loving on each other. Yeah. Read your Bible. It's full of love. Everybody love everybody.